welcome to the Understanding Project Management Discussions podcast. I'm Dave Barrett. My guest today is Mo Oyadirin. Our topic is the project status report. During our discussion, Mo and I talk about the importance of the status reporting process. Not only that it reports on the progress of the project, but that it is also a key component of the project's communication and stakeholder planning. Please welcome Mo Oyadirin. Hi, Bo. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Great, great. Well, it's great, great to see you again. And our topic today is, is what I think is a really important topic in, in managing projects. And it is the topic of project status reporting. Like it's that, that you know, key report or communication that's, that's produced. And, and just to introduce the topic, one of the things I always tell my students sometime during my class is, is I say to them, uh, okay, if you only remember one thing in my class, and, and I'm saying, by the way, don't just remember one thing, but <laughs> if you do remember status reporting and the whole process, it's super important to, to, to uh, projects. So, so I'm excited to talk about this with you. And, and so I guess my first question is, um, you know, kind of overall, can you kind of give us sort of an overall, what's been your approach to status reporting and how do you approach it on projects? Okay. Thank you again for having me, Dave. So for me, status reporting is so important to a project because um, you are engaging with the stakeholders, clients, or, you know, whoever's involved with your projects. It's a major form of communication. And we all know as project managers that communication is so important for your project. And um, status reporting will also help you in stakeholder engagement. So as a project manager, you really should let the people that are connected to your project, you call them stakeholders, <laughs> to be aware of what is really happening. So instead of them checking in on you, instead of them asking questions, or instead of them having questions in their mind, you just have to have a report that answers all those questions, you know, and um, knowing your stakeholders is very important, very, very fundamental. So knowing the audience, knowing that stakeholders are different, and um, some of them will need um, reports frequently, but some of them will only read your reports once in a while. So, but they all want to know. And knowing how to, you know, um, approach every stakeholder and making sure they have the information they need when they need them is really what status reporting is all about. Right. So a couple of things I just want to comment on that, that you said that I that I agree with and, and find interesting is one is just that whole thing of one of the things that's that status reporting does is maintain that connection, that relationship. And that you mentioned communication, I think is so to the effect of communication is very important and the connection and, and it, you know, if you just leave it to, well, you know, I'll, I'll let them know once in a while, you know, as needed, it perhaps won't happen, you'll get busy and so on. So having that, that regular status report creates that ongoing dialogue, you know, and I, I think is key. It does. And um, like I said earlier on, 
each stakeholder is so different, especially if you're working uh, in an organization with several uh, projects going on, like I did. There were so many projects going on. And sometimes the projects are interconnected with each other. Like you have a part to play in a project, another team uh, with a sister company has a part to play. So you really do have to report because of your projects will be impacted by what another project, uh, another team is doing. So you have to, you don't wait for them to find out what is happening. You don't wait for them to find out the issues you're having on your project. You have to put it out there. You right. know, it has to be consistent, consistent. Right. And I guess that's the other thing that, that I was, was picking up on and a really important point is, you know, it, it don't take a strategy of, I'll just wait for them to ask me, you know, I'm just going to be working away. And if you have any questions, just ask me, well, that can, that can do all kinds of negative things. Like stakeholders can become concerned. They'll become worried. They'll make, you know, assumptions that aren't true. They'll, they'll, they'll do all kinds of, you know, non-productive things. Uh, but instead get your message out there. If you do a status report, you're, saying you're you are you in control want. of the yeah. of the conversation okay you're the one actually controlling controlling the narrative okay it's yeah. your project after all so you really want to try and paint the picture whether it's good or bad you know this is what is happening and it's my project and i'm really judged so you really have to uh put it out there another thing is that some stakeholders will only be concerned uh, when there's an issue, some, it's not every stakeholder that will read your report. Uh, you should know that upfront. <laughs> some will not. They'll be like, "Oh, another report. Oh, I have. I'm busy." So, but when there's a when there's an issue, they want to know. So you you also want to uh, make them aware. Another thing that I'm gonna say though is that um, reports reports are it's another document that. Um, the senior management the executives have to read and they have a lot so apart from the writing of the reports you really have to uh, follow it up usually with a conversation before or after the report that is very important and that's one of the reasons why i say stakeholder uh, stakeholder uh, engagement is a big part of your status reporting <laughs> because you have to you have to follow it up with a conversation because you, you cannot say for sure this executive is going to read this report immediately and you have an issue that needs to be resolved as soon as possible you better follow it up with a conversation <laughs> before or after so that that issue will be resolved as soon as possible so it's not just writing the report it's also knowing your audience knowing that okay the report is there, but it's also communicating sometimes verbally, walking up to the um, to their offices, of, you know, just find a way to speak with them and say, "This is what I need." Have you checked that report? Last week's report? Because more, more often than not, they have not checked. Right. I, I like the connection to the stakeholder thing because I've always found that that's a lot of times people new to project management students, they, they don't know what to do with the stakeholder plan. They're not like, what goes in there? And they're not sure what goes in there. And you just provided a, a, a good example of that, of, 
you know, after you, you know, before or after the status report is to connect with them, you know, talk to them, follow up and so on. Are you doing what, you know, do you have any questions? Do you have any concerns? Because, you know, the written word is, is fine, is good. It's, it's, you know, good to have that documentation, but there's all kinds of interpretations that can be done. It can be, you know, there can be an issue listed and either they will not realize it's an issue. So might not understand that it, the significance of it, or they might over, you know, they, they might overreact. Uh, overreact to a minor issue. And that's where the, the written word is, it becomes more limited, but the ongoing relationship and stakeholder engagement, you know, uh, complements that, yes, uh, which I think is really good. I also want to just quickly, um, uh, really, I, I, I like the fact that you said narrative, because like, that's, a, that's a key term in, in today's communication and so on, and, and very much you know, controlling the narrative or guiding the narrative. And that, that is, the project has a narrative, and it's, if you don't define it, it will get defined. And, and you as the project manager want to have that narrative. Now, you want it to be honest and truthful. I've always said to students, um, if things are not going well in your project, don't paint a rosy picture. You know, like, no, like everything's no. fine, you know, in your status report. And then behind the scenes, you're going with your team, you know, like we, we things are really bad here, but oh, everything's fine. Like, don't do that, you know. Uh, but, but you can still control that narrative even in a negative situation. Yes, you can. So the beauty of status reporting is that um, you can also, uh, depending on the project management software, which is an, a big part of status reporting, depending on the software you use, you can easily highlight if there's an issue. So as soon as someone sees your report, they can see if everything is going on well, if everything, if you are at risk, or if you're totally off track. So that's another thing that you must invest in a project management software that will make that easy for everybody, no matter the level of, um, no matter the, the level of project management knowledge they have or their expertise when it comes to technology, your status reporting tool must be able to easily uh, draw the picture. This is what is happening quickly. Like as soon as I click on the report, I can tell. So if your project is at risk or, or is off track, so that means it's yellow or red. So, and you have educated your people that when you see a yellow, I need help. Or when it's red, there's fire on the mountain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they can easily, when they see your report, then they can easily say, okay, if it's yellow, I need to read it, or the, uh, this person needs help immediately. So that is also very important. Okay, let me just ask you a bunch of these are these are just very detailed questions. Just in, but it's just from your experience. It's not a it's not a statistically research thing and so on. But just from what you've seen, how often is how often should you do a status report? Like, what's the what what would you advise as the as a good frequency for for doing it? Okay, okay. So first of all, it depends on the project. And one, it also depends on uh, your audience. So <laughs> like your stakeholders, the people that actually need the report. So as a team, you should have some kind of status reporting done every week. Because as a team, you want to know what is happening. The project manager can assign um, someone to write the report. Like 
my team, there's always someone that writes the report. And we, during our meeting, we discuss whatever is written in that report. And, uh, but as the PM, there are some people that want to know, especially senior management or executive, that want to know what is happening. And they expect that information from you directly. So, and that really depends on who, who that person is, how often that person will read the reports. Right. So what would be good for senior manager A or executive A might not necessarily be good for the next person. So that is why you really have to know the people that will read your report, your audience. And um, once you know that, then you look at it. Uh, for this person, I'll have to give them the reports uh, every, every month. And for the other person, it will need the weekly report. So I had someone that uh, um, there was a major stakeholder for my project, and every week they needed a report, and it was very detailed. You had to, you wanted to know everything <laughs> that was going on in the project and all of that. And the other um, major stakeholder, who is even more influential, didn't want a weekly report, just um, a monthly report in a particular PM software that we had, and he will pull it out when he needs it. But anytime it goes to that software, it wants particular information. So you have to make sure that your team members are updating that, that one software. We had so many that we were using. But that one software is all he was interested in. You want to make sure everything he needs will be there anytime it goes. You don't know when it's gonna check it. <laughs> But it's gonna check it probably once a month, and right. it will only use that software. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, whatever you guys are using, it wouldn't use. So you yeah. really have to know your audience and know what they want. But as a team, I would say you should have some reports, some status reporting done every week. Yeah, no, that that's good, and and uh, you know, I I certainly agree on two <clears throat> two points. One is it, <clears throat> sorry, it depends you know, on the project and so on, you know, larger, um, you know, the, the size of the project, the complexity, the, the variation that'll, that'll cause and so on. But uh, I think the know your audience, talk to them, find out what they want. You know, if they're only going if, to, if, if, if they're not going to read it every week, then, then that would perhaps guide you away from that. But it's certainly a conversation that you, that you want to have. So again, getting close to your stakeholder is, uh, is is good. The other thing, though, is that I think you've touched upon that there's different and you've said it a few times. There's different audiences. There, there's your project team, the team, uh, and then there is the executives, the project sponsor, clients, and so on, which is an, which is another group, and they would have differing needs. And and uh, and I just want to you know key in on the project team because sometimes this gets overlooked that that we think it's it's just for the it's it, it's just for the, the, the customer or client or sponsor or executive and not for the team. And the team is a key stakeholder in this. You've said weekly, and I absolutely agree. Uh, um, you know, even uh, agile methodologies, it even goes down to daily with, with, uh, with um, scrum meetings and, sta and stand-up meetings and, go and so on, but, but frequently. And I think it's really important because I've always viewed that status report, pro status report process as almost like a collective meeting of the minds that your, your your project team's all over the place doing stuff they're doing this doing this doing this and they're all scattered around doing things but then that status report bring them brings them together you know 
uh, intellect, like you know, um, uh, thoughtfully and and able to say, oh, okay, we put all this together. Here's where we are, you know, and that's that is certainly really good. Very good, very important. So the team should regularly meet because um, apart from what you observe, you know, if you are co-located, if you're fortunate to be co-located, <laughs> apart from what you observe, there's some things that they can tell you during those meetings that will just generally take you, you know, that you never saw, you know, a different perspective totally or a meeting with a client, especially if you're a project manager that don't really visit client sites too often. You should, but depending on the kind of project, <laughs> it might just be the engineers, the technicians that are actually there more often. So you really want to you want to hear what they have to say. And some of the things they will tell you during those status report meeting might mean you should visit the site. <laughs> you should probably make it a priority right. to visit the site, you know, and they might not even see something as an issue. But once they mention it during the state, during the team meeting, you see that this is, a, this is an issue, you know, right. because you can see the big picture. And that's why you must do that frequently. Because don't if you don't do it frequently, uh, the probability of missing something of a minor issue becoming uh, a major issue is really high. Right. It's not done frequently. So you mentioned before you you mentioned the yellow and red colors. I, I, I think uh, you you talked about what red means and what yeah, and what what I've all noticed is that this is such a, a very universal way of, of, of status reports of being classified of the of the green yellow red um, sort of method I guess my question uh, is I mean one of my my question was going to be do you have you used that that method and you you've answered it but I guess I'll, I'll modify the question to say have you ever not used it or seen a different way because it seems like it's so universal well that's a very good question Okay, in my previous example of dealing with two different executives, the one that was detailed, I used the colors, like the colors were very important, but the other, the other executive did never. <laughs> the status, in fact, the software we used would generate a report, but you didn't have to, so that's why you have to, you didn't have to really state the status of the project. So, your, the way you put in the information is what is critical, you know? And um, the executive was also particular about certain things, you know, uh, relationship with the clients, you know, and um, projects and all of those things. So you highlight those areas for that particular stakeholder. The other guy wanted a lot of details and was interested in knowing which one was uh, at risk, which one is good, which one is off the track. So I use the colors for that. So it all goes back to the audience. <laughs> it's not every time that you get to use the universal yellow, green, and red. No. Yeah, no, I, I, that's, it's interesting. And, and I have noticed that it is often used, but yeah, it's, it certainly doesn't, there, there are, are would be other methodologies and so on. And so, um, um, you know, and, and I guess just one more or another detailed question is, is um, you know, 
the, the, the type of information that you think should be there. Now, again, it, it, may, it will vary uh, across projects, but what do you think the minimum information that you should include for any stakeholder? Like, you know, we've said some kind of indicator. So, you know, red, yellow, green, if, if, if it's appropriate. We've talked about issues. Is there other information that you would that you would include? Like, if I was a new project manager and say, "Oh, I, I need I've just started a project. I need to produce a status report." What do you put in it? What what type of information goes in there? You should always highlight. You should have a summary. Apart from the color, you should also have a summary statement. Then you should have. You should also talk about any major milestone. That is about to occur. So mm -hmm. everybody's aware that there's a major milestone going to happen in this time period. Um, whatever you've done that you think is significant, like you can't really report everything in the status report. Right. So just a significant thing. If it's only one, two, but it really shouldn't be a long list of all the significant things that we have done. I'll limit right. it to three. And um, if there's any major issue, we've already said that. I think the issues should always um, be in the place in the status report that is more obvious. You really shouldn't be at the bottom of the report. <laughs> if there's an issue, you should make it, depending on the kind of software you're using, always yeah. place it in a place where it is most prominent. Because yeah. if there's an issue, you want it addressed as soon as possible. That is one of the reasons why your status reporting on it. Oh, yeah. no. You need help as soon as you can get it. So if there's an issue, make it obvious. Yeah. No, that, that's, and that's, that's a really interesting, really interesting thing of, of moving those issues up, like not putting them too far down. Um, I've often thought of the status report kind of as like a snapshot. You said painting yes. a picture you know, earlier in our discussion. And, and it is true. It's like a picture. It's not a, it's not an encyclopedia. You said, don't put every task in a get no, don't, don't do that. You will lose your audience. In fact, you know, if we're talking about the, the executive or the project sponsor, if that audience, they, they, you will lose them. If you go into way too, if you list everything you've done in the last month, they don't, they don't want to know. They want to know how are we doing? So it's again, knowing that audience. And I also like, I just want to pick up on, and I agree completely that summary, you know, is, you know, tell me in, if I'm a, if, you know, if, if I'm a, if I'm a, a project sponsor or an executive, tell me in 30 words, how things are going. Don't tell me in 10,000 words. I don't tell me in 30. It's, it's like, I, I refer to it as kind of the elevator the elevator speech, the amount, the amount of time that you have to get from the first floor to the fifth floor, that's the amount of time you have to give your summary. So make it to the point and, and clear, because then the doors open and, and they leave, right? That's, that's the amount of time. So, so yeah, that summary put issues up um, uh, uh, prominent. Uh, I, and I've often advised students, you, you don't have to put every issue. You know, you don't have to put, you know, uh, you know, uh, one of our team members had, had been late coming to the status report. Like, don't tell no. <laughs> there, there are certain things that are internal, you know, to the team. And there are certain things that are external, you know, that are 
that are, you know, and again, it's that you're controlling the narrative. You don't want the narrative to be, you've got a team of, you know, of latecomers, <laughs> of, of, you know, because they start thinking, you know, executives will think, oh, geez, if they're late coming to meetings, what kind of quality are they doing on my project? You know, so that's the narrative that you're, that you're controlling, but certainly key issues that could affect the due date or the milestones. You mentioned milestones as well, also a, a good thing to highlight, you know, I mean, there's no set number of pages for a status report, but I, in my mind, for an average project, a couple of page max sort of thing, if it was printed, I know they're electronic a long time, but if you had like a 20 page status report, I don't, oh, no. I, I think that's just way too long. It should that's, be. Like, that's just too long. And yeah. it also depends on the size of the project. Yes. I mean, yes. if it's a large scale project, your reports will be longer. What is a smaller project? I mean, you can actually bring it out to one side, one page. Yeah, if it's a if it's a hundred million dollar, you know, three year project with all over the place sort of scope, then yeah, you might have uh, you you might have it uh, different. Of course, in that case, it would the it would probably be broken down into multiple projects, and it would be a large program, and mm -hmm. you know, each project would have a smaller scope and so on. So sometimes that takes care of itself. Um, but yeah, there's, again, I, I, I don't like getting into too many like absolutes that it must be weekly and it must have two pages and all that, but it's just sort of for, for those new, it's, it's nice to have these sort of guidelines to kind of know, okay, it's not a gigantic report. It's at a summary level, you know, it's, should be frequent. You should talk to your, so these are the types of things that are very useful, um, but, uh, but I go back to, you know, my message to, to, to those new of just don't, you know, of all the processes of project management, don't forget about this one. Like, you oh. know, there's some that are optional. There's some that, but I, I almost think like status report is the, is the one process that you should not eliminate in, in, no, no. in any project you know, of any significant size. Like if it's a trivial project, of course, but if it's trivial, you probably wouldn't be using formal project management anyway. So, so any, <laughs> any, any project that is of any significance should, should have this. So for sure. Right. Um, right. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I wanted to add something to what you said earlier on about um, the, the details, the level of details in, um, in a status report. So the audit is like I'm like a broken record now saying the audience again. <laughs> because okay. um, the audience will also the kind of report you're writing. We have different kinds of status reports. So the one you're going to write for your team and for your team discussions will need more details. So you cannot just say every status report should not have details. No, because you have more to say to the team. And you need more details. So when you're writing the status report for the team, for the project team, it can be a little bit more detailed. Yeah. When you're writing to an executive, no, you don't have time. <laughs> they just want to know the most important things. So you yeah. want to keep that concise. So exactly. There are different kinds of status reports. No one generic um, template. And I know students like templates. They're always asking me. <laughs> Just give me the template. I'm like, okay. okay, every project is different. Yes. And you know, so there are different kinds of things. 
and I can't agree with you more. And, and in, in my text, even though I have, I have templates because it's, it's a useful teaching mechanism, yes. I, there is a part which I hope people read, which is to say exactly what you said, which is this is just an example. It's not to imply that every project and every company should use this exact format. It's just a base to kind of go, oh, okay, well, should I have more detail or less detail than, than this template? Is there additional sections? Would my would my my client want more information and add it? So uh, it's never the the whole concept of a one size fits all, you know, is 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 absolutely anti, like is against, yes. you know, good project management. It's yes. bad it should, practice. <laughs> exactly bad practice. So. Um, Anyways, this has been a great conversation, Mo. I've really appreciated your your perspective on this, um, you know, your 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 ideas and so on. So it's it's been great talking with you on this. Thanks very much for uh, for coming on. Thanks for having me, Dave. Thank you. Okay. Take care. <laughs>